Konbawa. Hi, everybody. I am Jack. I just wanted to take a minute to introduce Terrorist Out. So Terrorist Out is a podcast about a show about six strangers living together, and we observe how they interact. All that they've prepared is a beautiful home and automobiles. And all that we've prepared is a couple of microphones, opinionated friends, and an hour of our time. There's absolutely no script at all. We are watching and reviewing, and we absolutely hope you love the show, follow along, and enjoy. I'm Michelle and I'm Caitlin and we're ready to get terrorist out in quarantine in quarantine (laughs) see podcasting is good during quarantine right we don't leave our house anyway we can do this from the comfort of our home because we already like I mean no I think some other podcasts have had to kind of like adjust to from studio setting to at home setting, but for people mm-hmm. who are already kind of at home podcasters, we're just like, all right, we just now have more time for multiple people's schedules to possibly coincide. Totally. Except with you, you have a job that is an essential business. So it's not necessarily like the same amount about. Yes. But, but you know, podcasting yeah. is for us at least is, is the same. I'm still pajamas. Yeah. I'm still on my bed. Yeah, still in my closet. <laughs> still, still Netflixing and quarantining. Yeah, as per usual. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So we are going to recap what happened in episode eight because I don't even really remember what happened. It was like so long ago since we you know, it's crazy. sat down and talked about it. No, it's been kind of nuts. So there was a girl's lunch, which is when they were all at that like brunch or whatever. And... Uh, Risiko and Haruka kind of discussed their connections with Kenny while Karori like sat in silence. (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious. Risiko said it feels weird to her not to share our thoughts about Kenny with each other. And she said it's kimochiwarui or like feels disgusting. Risiko says she thinks Kenny is attractive and she likes to continue to plan dates with him. Haruka on the other hand feels uncomfortable discussing details like that. And Yamachan, the panelist, says they're bringing up some delightful tension at the moment. He is very, like, happy. He is calling it delicious. He feels like he's very well-fed in the drama department. And this is just, like, the preface of what's to come. They all, all the girls, then agree on the fact that the men have been too reserved and so kyokutiki and, like, not aggressive enough. They've been way too passive. And Horijang observes that the girls are always initiating the dates, which is very true and fair. They also agreed that Kenny is the least proactive out of all the boys. And Corey said he said he wanted to approach romance openly from day one. And Haruka was like, yeah, that made me think he would be much more assertive. But surprisingly, he's the exact opposite. Riseko says it was a lie. He has no motivation. The girls basically... All bond over dumping on Kenny. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then Yamachan says, when he wasn't receiving any attention, the stress motivated him to act, and he became less proactive. The girls expressed these thoughts to the men later. First, Ryusako does, and then Haruka joins in on the conversation. Ruka then stepped up and immediately followed the advice dutifully and asked Kaori out immediately without hesitating. The panelists observed how there's no prideful resistance when they're that young, and it's admirable as to how Ruka can accept feedback so readily. And kind of like adjust his way of acting and responding. And like he's very good at absorbing constructive feedback and criticism and kind of taking that and like becoming a better version of himself. Yeah, he definitely Um, stepped up. Yeah, like he doesn't have that like prideful ego that kind of gets Mm -hmm. in the way sometimes that like when you get a little bit older and you get used to things and how things are supposed to be like you just become, I don't know, sometimes you can't like approach something with like that same naivete, I guess. Not even that it's naive, it's just like, I don't know, with that openness of like, oh, okay, like you're just so accepting. Ruka says he'd like to start drawing, but he doesn't have the tools, and he'd like to go shop for them with Kaori art tools, or what was it, sketching materials, and <laughs> I'd like to go shop for them with you, is what he says. Yamachan and Tokui-san are just, like, they're all, all the panelists are really just, like, a, they find it super adorable, and Tokui-san made this great example of, like, you know, I, when you're older, we make excuses. Like, I should ask her, but work is really crazy this week. Maybe I'll ask her once things have settled down a bit. And, like, we always tend to make excuses to do things that we want, including, like, just, I think this is true about, like, anything. Like, if you want to, like, start a new hobby, you're like, oh, I want to, like, learn how to surf. It's like, you're never going to learn how to surf if you actually, if you don't make time for it. Totally. Like, to you're like, yeah, one day I'll get to this or one yeah. day I want to do this. Exactly. I was just talking to someone and I was like, I would love to learn how to snowboard. And I was like, but I mean, obviously, I don't make time to like learn how to snowboard or like go to a mountain. Like I'm not going to learn and how get to all the snowboard. Gear and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, I got to make time for it, which mm-hmm. makes sense. It's just the same thing about like making time for spending time with people. Last week ended with a clash between Risiko and Haruka. And boy, did they clash. Holy. holy moly wow wow there are no the tension words. was high it was it was intense of tension <laughs> i don't really know how else to describe it risiko did not respond well <laughs> at all to Haruka expressing her boundary of not having her private feelings outed without her permission. And Rizuko laughed it off a little bit in kind of like a dismissive and validating way. And this is the panelists who observed that. Not just us. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you observed it, but I felt like it was a little mocking. Like in the way it that was. she just like straight up mocking. Like... Mm-hmm. If someone talked to me that way, like, I would get up and, like, walk out. So, I mean, big up to her for hanging in there and waiting for the other person to get up and walk out. No disrespect. (laughs) I mean, for real, though, that was intense. Anyway, so the convo went a little bit like this. You know I'm interested in him, right? Of course. So, 
that is why I get nervous around him. But I didn't want you to say that to him. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I don't, like, understand people's emotions. He might be thinking I'm really into him right now. (laughs) He probably is. Did you hate it, like, that much? Yeah, I really did. I wouldn't even imagine talking about your feelings that way. That's just me. Just you. <laughs> Wait, let's do this combo again. But one of us be Haruka and one of us be Risika. Yes, we should do it. <laughs> I'm like trying to act them out myself. Yeah, I'm like, wait, let's do that one together. <laughs> Who do you want to be? Um, I'll be, I'll be Risiko. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hilarious. Right. <sighs> In character. <laughs> You know I'm interested in him, right? Of course. So, like, that's why I get nervous around him. But I didn't want you to say that to Kenny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just don't understand people's emotions. He might, like, really think I'm into him right now. Like, he might think I have feelings for him. Honestly, he probably is. Did you? you. I know. I like had to like. (laughs) Did you really hate it that much? Yeah, I really did. I wouldn't even imagine talking about your feelings that way. But that's just me. (laughs) That's just you. (laughs) I like literally want to punch you in the face. (laughs) Like no. Sitting here laughing, arms crossed as we speak. In Teresa fashion. <laughs> I'm so funny. Like, again, we all have to do this because, I mean, iconic. This is like, and, and the panelists, like, make an, a, an observation on how this is probably the most, one of the most tense fights we've ever had mm-hmm. on Terrace House. Mainly because we there have been tense, like, very intense fights on on inst- on Terrace House, I was gonna say on Instagram. I don't know why, but I mean there are, but on Terrace House, but there hasn't. It's always usually been where like one one party, one person involved in the fight was a lot stronger than the other and had a lot of valid points, and the mm-hmm. other person wasn't on the same level. Like this fight was intense and it was long, and they were both like at it like neither one back down i'm getting i'm getting out of myself but either way they're both pretty strong like here and it's kind of like a preview of like i got in i got away ahead of myself i got excited i'm just like got excited about this fight but like this is intense it's intense it's like one of the most like these two are i i don't know like i don't think i could yeah i i'm awkward (laughs) I couldn't imagine living in, like, a room and fighting with someone like this. If you had a sibling, if you fought like this before, but... Yes, and then it's really awkward when you start slamming fridges and doors and (laughs) purposely trying to kick the other one out of the bathroom. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. (laughs) This is my sister and I after we have fights. (laughs) Then Haruka goes into the boys room and starts crying like as she's walking into the boys room you kind of see uh haruka kind of like flick back and she's just got this like very like 
I don't know, hurt look mm-hmm. on her face where she's just like really doesn't want to have to deal with this right now and like didn't want to have to do this so soon, but like has to clearly clear the air because they all live together and that's awkward <laughs> to like I wouldn't know how to like live my life if that happened to me and I had to like live somewhere where like my crush just got like I don't know like, yeah, it's not only did you fight but then the crush like, that you just fought about is in the house yeah. like that's just all awkward not cool and she's just like doesn't want to cry, doesn't want to cry, and then she can't hold it together anymore, and then it just kind of ends the episode. And then on the audio commentary, kind of, like, or as well, like, and also the panelists kind of as they're deconstructing what happened, um, Babachan kind of, like, makes this point where she she kind of go- goes, but does a grown person really need to be crying over something like this, like? And then Shojun goes, she's like an actress. I don't really trust her tears. Like, they don't really know each other well enough and, like, didn't have mm-hmm. enough of a developed relationship for mm-hmm. her to be crying like this. Like, I don't know, it sounds suspicious. And then Tori-chan kind of makes this point where she says, like, having to enjoy the soy milk soup she made as a trio instead of just being Haruka and Kenny might have also irritated her because she might have wanted some time alone because she with Kenny since she made the soup for him and Torjun says she would have been irritated by that and Tokui-san asks like you mean like why is she having some like irritated and Torjun goes no like read the room and get lost kind of irritated like, yeah I would be kind of annoyed so like going into that conversation I would already be annoyed with her mm-hmm. so I, I like that would probably not be helpful and I was just like okay so she might just have been, like, completely frustrated. Yeah. Uh, Yamachan says he would love to continue to watch them clash because it's a treat to watch. But if Kenny doesn't deliver on the assertiveness soon, he will be very irritated. So let's find out if the boys will finally get assertive. So the episode starts off with Haruka talking with Kenny to kind of clear the air about her getting growing feelings. So she walks in, she's crying, and he's just like, what's going on? He, like, seems confused, but I don't totally believe that he's too oblivious. You know, like, he did excuse himself from the room, but they start talking, and she expresses that since the guitar lesson, she's been interested in him, and he says that he's genuinely surprised by that. Uh And she asks him (coughs) if he's interested in Risiko, because to her, it seems like he is, and he admits that he is very interested in Risiko, but that he still wants to get to know her better. She says to him that she would like it to be clearer to her if there's no hope for her with him because she doesn't want to be sitting here hoping if there's no chance he would ever be interested in her romantically, which is valid. I agree that it, like, it's nice to know because then she's kind of like, all right, you know, do I shoot my shot and go type of thing. So I can understand why she would be asking him this. Kenny says that if he had to make a definitive statement as to how he feels right now, he does not view Haruka with romantic interest. He's just not into her like that. And with this conversation, it was interesting because he kind of beat around the bush at first. And then she basically was like, I want a clear answer. Like, basically, should I continue pursuing her? And he does. He gives her that clear answer that he doesn't see her romantically. And she asks if means that they're friends, and he says yes, and they agree to be friends. I kind of feel bad for him in this position, in a way, because I feel like it's it's hard to be put on the spot like that. But there was the elephant in the room, 
So I definitely feel yeah. like Haruka kind of needed to talk about it. But do you think it was too soon for Haruka to push for an answer? I don't know. This I I thought about this a lot because mm-hmm. it's hard because it's like you. Th- I'm trying to. Th- I thought I tried to think about it in terms of like context, like this situation versus like you know Bachelor or Love mm-hmm. Island, like. Yeah. You know, on Love Island or, like, The Bachelor, it would make sense to push for kind of an answer early on. But mm-hmm. then also, those those shows are known for dating multiple people at once, yeah. kind of, until yeah. you kind of get to a... Like a select few. Or... Yeah, like a choice. Yeah. But then, yeah. you know, how long you do that is also a boundary. So mm-hmm. if you are the type of person who, like, because the show isn't necessarily a show where that is a given. Like, mm-hmm. romance is an element, but it isn't one of those, like, date all the people in the house and then pick one. Yeah. Necessarily. Or dating like, romance is the ultimate goal at the end. Exactly. Like, you don't try to, like, chat and, like, crack on with all girls. You usually pick one. Like, it's funny because, you know, when we've had, we've had a couple guests on the show now, and both guests both Bethy and Jesse have kind of mentioned they really liked, you know, Taishi. And they kind of also, like, pointed out the few people that they do like are the guys who have actually taken out all the girls. But mm-hmm. on this show, when there is a guy who takes out every single one of the girls, like, in a way where he's like, I'm romantically interested in all of you, so I'm going to take you all on a romantic date, that doesn't always necessarily read well on this show so but then again like the boys who have done that do end up in a relationship have Mm -hmm. all ended up graduating historically with a with a relationship not all of them are still together now but you know they they show that that's what their goal is yeah you know if they're taking everyone on dates like ultimately they're looking for a romantic interest right and like if you think about it kenny's goal is romantic so mm-hmm. you would think he would, like, equally try to view each one of the girls in a romantic light to kind of gauge if he thinks it would be appropriate. But then again, mm-hmm. like, Kenny, none of these girls, I think, are Kenny's, like, actual type because he said yeah. he wants girls that are passive and, like, will support the man. So I feel yeah. like if you were to say that, it makes sense that he would be into Risiko, mostly because I feel like she's a little younger and also mm-hmm. because she's an athlete, but it's not like you can do that forever. Mm-hmm. And so, she's not an actress. She's not in the yeah, kind of so limelight like Haruka is. They retire and become a mother, mm-hmm. you know. Plus, yeah. she spends, she's been spending, and if you think about, like, just FaceTime in the house, like, Risiko has been spending basically all of her time with the boys and Kenny versus the girls who've been spending like time with each other on their own as well. So like for a guy who says like, I don't want a girl. I want a girl, anyone, any for a girl who's anyone, but someone in the spotlight, it kind of seems like it's someone who wants someone who like dotes on them. And like, if, even if Risiko is someone in the spotlight, she spends all of her waking free time with him. So like, it would make sense that he would be into that. Yeah. To me, anyway. It I agree. Just, I don't know. It just makes sense. Like, I feel like they kind of mesh well more, and it feels more, like, natural, I 
a yeah. way, but they're also I kind agree. of like Haruka would clash too much with him, I feel like. Yeah. And I also think like both Kenny and Riseko have this part of themselves where like their first instinct is to think about self mm-hmm. like first. And then like they don't really think about uh, how other people like they don't consider outside points of view to begin with until someone kinds of kind of brings it up or puts it in their path and makes them have to confront it. Mm-hmm. Then they're kind of like, oh, there's different points of view here. The Risiko thing with that will kind of end the Kenny thing kind of that like it will we'll explain that a little bit more in this episode how that applies. But I think like later on, but I think in the past as well, it's it's accurate because like either of them have had like exhibited questionable behavior when kawori or shohei or even haruka points it out to the other person then they kind of are finally able to like think outside of their own point of view when it comes to a situation i don't know if that makes sense but i feel like both of their instinct is to kind of like focus on how they're how they feel and how they would react as opposed to like also considering the other person in the same situation it's just kind of like how 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 do i want to act how do i want to feel and then if other people get kind of hurt like oh that's really too bad but like i also don't really feel bad about it i don't know yeah what I did you feel- think of kenny's answer did you feel like he was too harsh with haruka like at first i thought maybe he was a little harsh but i'm like ah, eh, she did like want a clear definitive answer and he gave her that what did you think of how he kind of responded to it i think that that's his boundary though like once you put that out there like i i just had this so like my boyfriend i'm gonna like disclose this my boyfriend and i broke up this week and like one of the things is just like when you're both going through tough times it's hard to like ask people of things that you need because like you know it's not fair or reasonable to ask your partner or your person of things like yeah. when they're going through a tough time but it's also not fair or reasonable to deny yourself your needs because of that like you can't just like kill so much of yourself to like fit into something when like it just doesn't fit anymore like I don't know just really hard to like put yourself to stand up for yourself and like what you need Mm -hmm. because like because you want to receive even if you know that like you know it might be too much for the other person and maybe it is too much and maybe it is not reasonable but like you have to own the fact that like you know maybe you need that and like maybe and you know what it's okay like but you just have the thing that's not okay is that you're not communicating that that's what you need and then you act resentful or you're bitchy or you're doing things because you're upset that the other person can't like read your mind or like intuitively you know change and accommodate you like mm-hmm. if you don't tell them that's what you need yeah. and like once you people tell- aren't mind readings exactly and then once you tell someone what you need like then it's out of your hands so like yeah. you just have to communicate like you know what i'm just someone who needs clear boundaries and like i think that that's really brave like i think it was super brave of haruka it's like maybe it was a little too soon because like maybe they really haven't had many time like many opportunities outside to like go on a romantic date to like kind of see where it goes to but then like she's just like i just wanted to be clear if like you're even looking at me romantically she didn't say Mm -hmm. like 
I want you to give me a decision. Is it me or her? She yeah, just it was said, like, do I waste my time? Do exactly. I bother? She's just like, I don't want to waste my time if you're not even, like, interested in me in that way. Yeah, which is I valid. Because, like, I know. wouldn't want to waste my time if I was her. She basically was like, do I have a chance? Like, mm-hmm. would you be open to seeing me that way? It's kind of yeah. how I read this situation in yeah. English and in Japanese, like, in the subtitles. Right. And to him, he was just like, no. Like, I, I think at that point, like, it's like, it's not whether or not, like, you think it's fair or not. It's just, I think it was just like, I think Kenny is just one of those people who, if he's romantically interested in someone, regardless of how appealing or attractive or, like, great someone else might be, or even if they're kind of better fit, or I, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. he might just be one of those people who's like, if I'm romantically into someone, I'm only romantically into that one person, which mm-hmm. I understand because... Like, once I lock on to a person, I no longer am interested in other people. And then I, yeah. like, uh, like when they start talking to me, it gets annoying, like, to me. Yep. And, like, I it agree. doesn't And then when... But before that, it's totally fine. And I'm totally cool with it. And I can have any sort of conversation. And if someone's flirty to me, it's fine. I don't care. Like, I won't take it personally. But once I like someone, then I'm like, oh, this is inappropriate. Don't flirt with me. Like, I that get... Possessive. changes your, perce- your exactly. perception. Like, even if the person I like doesn't view me in the same way, I become that way, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm just like, people. no, yeah. like, so I get where they're both coming from. Like, I just think that they're just different people and they just don't mesh well. And it's good that they find out now than later because it hurts when, you know, you're wrong. Like, you're not necessarily not wrong for each other, but not necessarily the right fit. Mm-hmm. But you care about each other so much that it's, like, really hard to admit that to yourself yep. and to the other person because you don't want to because you really care and it sucks. And so and I'm just talking about this divorced of what we find out in the next scene of, like, what Kenny had said about, you know, what, mm-hmm. like, the, the the sentence he said that. Yeah. If I had known that at this point, then I would have been friggin' pissed. I would have yeah. been annoyed. I would have been like, oh, "Who the frick do you think you are?" Like, I would, yep. I would be so irritated. But yeah, get at your this ego point, out of here. yeah, at this point, that hasn't aired because that didn't air. Him saying that. Mm-hmm. Remember? No, no it didn't. That. I watched it back too because I was confused when they started talking about that, and I was yeah. like, "Huh? Did I miss something?" So yeah, no, it exactly. was not. So I watched it a, like a few times. So I remember it's just it gets brought up later after finding out about that. That annoyed me. But at this point and, and the conversation and this fight, like I feel like they were both kind of it sucked. I felt like it was pretty harsh, too. But like he's just I feel like he's just trying to be a direct person and like not mm-hmm. trying to be vague for the sense of like protecting each other's feelings because sometimes I feel like when you're trying to protect someone's feelings you're actually hurting them more because you are leading them on a bit so in a way I feel like he's kind of doing her a favor by not leading her on because on the audio commentary Tokui-san was making this comment about how it was like if it were me I would put it in a place where I could sleep with both of them such boy behavior (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like I feel like that's what most people are used to because that's what I'm used to I'm used to guys who would probably or like I'm not I'm not used to them I was used to like in the past like guys who would try to like screw around with me and someone else and then I'm like you know what bye and then I'm just like done so to me like like it's not really a surprise 
like well it's it's it would it's a surprise for someone to act the way kenny did i guess and be more like straightforward Mm -hmm. and be like nope not interested but good for him for knowing what he wants if that's what he wants so i think like I don't know. I think the the most I think the most important thing is like you can do is to be honest, be as honest as you can be, but like also be thoughtful and mindful because like she is crying and like it is kind of mean. Tell that like, hard on her. Yeah. Yeah, especially after like it's a super uncomfortable situation, and then like you know you're living with everyone. Like yeah. m- maybe can't say like maybe would have been be- best to like take some time because clearly we know that I'm my advice is not great when it comes to these things. <laughs> I I don't even know how it could have gone any better. Like there's there's really like I feel like this is probably the best it could have gone. To be honest, like I don't know. What do you think? No, I agree because like if he kept it vague, it would have just let her on, and she still would have been confused or asking to hang out. And it just, I think, I think it was at a point like the elephant was in the room, and they needed to address it. So I think it's kind of best, you know, to kind of move on. And at least she knows now, like, okay, I can move on with someone else, knowing not to waste my time with him. Yeah, I feel like it just makes it easier to like the dynamics. I think it's also just the dynamics in the house because like when two girls in the house like the same boy, like. I can't I I, like you I'm sure it's super uncomfortable like living that way and like just I and like uh, just living in chaos it's and I feel like a lot more of us can probably relate a little bit more now that we're in quarantine and that like a lot of us are probably on top of each other in a way that like we've never been before Mm -hmm. like imagine like your quarantine life and right now and then have it be like six people and then like two of those people are like people you don't super get along with and like one of those people and you like the same person and you all live in the same house together yeah like think about that right now like you know like think about that and then like put yourself in a situation where like that person that you're not really getting along with like kind of sort of like revealed your like interested feelings and like your other person who's you're quarantined with and like now you're all here and you're stuck <laughs> and you have nowhere to go and you're like you know you're stuck like yeah you have that yeah, you're literally just stuck like left. there's nothing really you can do you know you turn on tv trump is saying some ridiculous stuff with this orange face you know what i mean like it's not yeah. an ideal situation so <laughs> like it's awkward so you'd want to kind of like clear the air hopefully to like Mm -hmm. know how to exist because like it would be super awkward because like you don't know how much longer that's gonna last either basically because like it's basically like quarantine because like you know they graduate from the house whenever they choose but like they're not just gonna like leave because Mm -hmm. this happened because then why are they even on Dara's house to begin with so just wasting their time overall but even doing a show I mean you know and I'm saying like you can't just leave because like that's what Risiko ends up doing is she'll like leave the house for a night but we can't even like she's still a part of the house you know it wasn't like she just went to go she's like I'm just gonna go party yeah well she went to the club so she went out but like you know she left the house she still didn't like move out you know what I mean like I mean we can't even like leave the house so yeah (laughs) I mean we could if we wanted to like walk the dog or something but it's just tough I feel like you can't really do anything else. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess we're going to go into the worst fight in the entire history of Terrace House. 
now. <laughs> what a standard. I know. Standard. So, Haruka and Rizuko have a tense conversation in the girls' room that devolves into Rizuko leaving to go out clubbing alone for the entire night, which we have kind of, like, referenced. I read this, like, recap of um, this episode on the Japan Times, and I really loved the opening sentence of this recap by Alyssa Smith. So I'm going to read it to y'all. It says, if episode eight was like a long lost episode of Friends, then episode nine was straight out of Gossip Girl. (laughs) (laughs) True Blair Serena fashion. so, So accurate. Like, Last week, they were all, like, having lunch and, like, you know, chit-chatting about how annoying all the boys are. And now it's, like, oh, my. I was watching this in the tub, like, in blankets, and I was just, like, huddled in the fetal position. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Triggered. Like, not okay. So, Haruka kind of returns to the girls' room after uh, she speaks to Kenny and basically, like, Rizuko doesn't really, like, look sorry at all. And she says, like, I'm sorry if what I said upset you, but, like, I don't really know why you're mad. Like, kind of. Like, she's like, yeah. I don't know. Like, do, like, I mean, you did things. Like, you were yeah, flirting. Yeah, just brushing it off, like, taking the responsibility away from herself. <laughs> basically, like, you were flirting in my face, like, blah, blah, blah. And then Haruka's just kind of like, I don't want, she's just kind of, like, had enough at this point, because she just got, like, royally dumped before she, like, she basically was, like, I'm interested, she told Kenny, like, I'm interested in you, like, is there even potential for us, like, would you even, like, be open to getting to know me in a romantic way, and then he, like, dumped her, (laughs) like, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's a little hard, like, ask her out, like, technically, like, she was, like, oh, yeah, she was, like, I'm interested in you, blah, 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 she didn't, like, ask him to be his boyfriend, but he basically was just like, no. Like, that would not... N- I don't even look at you as a woman. Like, basically, is what he said. Like, like I don't... Like, he's, a, like, not like a woman, but, like, a, like a t- kinda. He said as a woman. Like, he said, like, I don't see you as a woman, like, romantically, in a way. But, like, but like the way he said it was, like, I don't see you as a woman. And I was like, what? He's like, ouch. I don't think she's used to hearing that either. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so, like, after getting that and, like, being told, like, I'm into Risa, and then he says, like, verbatim to her that he's romantically interested in Risiko. And so going into that, she's just, so, like, you're, I'm prepping, like, your mind, her mindset going into this fight. And she's like, okay, so I was just trying to, like, flirt and, like, be, like, do something cutesy. And then my roommate, like, basically, like, told him how I feel. And then so I was like, would you be interested in me romantically? And he was like, don't even look at you like a woman. And then now I have to go back into the room and, like, fight with my roommate. <laughs> okay? Like, yeah. that's really, like, screwed up. Because, like, at this point... after another. That hurts. Like, at this, I'm pretty sure Haruka's like, if you didn't open your mouth, like, I wouldn't have been dumped. Is kind of probably... Yeah. Which isn't, like, fair because it's not technically true. But, like, I'm pretty sure that's how she feels because that's how this fight kind of happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel yeah. that was one of the fight or the underlying, like, elephant in the room. But, like, this fight starts out as being, like, about Kenny, but then it becomes something that's so much deeper. Mm-hmm. Deeper. Like, since the first day 
of entering yeah. the house like is what like Risiko starts bringing up stuff from day one in the house and she's they just were like both trying to dominate each other yeah they were both they're very strong women um and I'm I'm try I I want to look up their communication styles in their birth charts to see they're probably fire signs to be honest. But anyway, let's go into like specifics of the fight, I guess. So Haruka basically says like she's she's upset. So Risiko says like she's she's like I'm sorry that you're upset, basically. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't admit anything that she did was wrong. Because she just disregards the fact that it wasn't even her place to discuss someone else's feelings in front of their crush. Like, they're not her feelings to talk about. Like, yeah, it like, wasn't really any of her business bringing no, that up. And then even Risiko, when she's like, well, you were flirting in front of him. So what am I supposed to do? Sit there and take it? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And like, Haruka's like, yeah, you're, that's literally what you're supposed to do. And yeah. like she's like, well, I don't, I don't do that. And in my mind, I was like, and I hate to be this person, but it shows her age. Like she's yeah. a child. Like, and not like Haruka is that much older. She like, acts older. Yeah, she carries because herself. She, it's probably older. because she's been like been working as an actress since she was fifteen, so she's had to like be in social situations before an adult amongst a lot of adults probably where you're not supposed to be immature and act out and be childish and to me Risiko's behavior is very petty and childish because I agree with Haruka and that like Risiko was ridiculously flirting in front of Haruka and she's like so and she's like well if you don't want me to flirt with him in front of you then you guys should flirt behind closed doors like you guys clearly hang out enough on your own you don't need to like overtly flirt in someone in someone else's face when you know that that person also likes them like it's very complicated anyway Haruka is Aries son and her communication Mercury is Pisces and her Mars is how is like confrontation is Leo so yeah She's basically very emotional. She's very emotional communicator. Kind of like two sides to her, like emotional, sad, and emotional, angry. And then she is a communic a Leo communicator. So she would probably be very like very like aggressive. <laughs> She's very aggressive, like authoritative, persuasive, like maybe a little too overly confident in a way. And then with Risiko, she's a Capricorn sun, but her Mars is Aquarius and her Mercury is Capricorn. Yeah, so she'd be very, like, stubborn and stuck in her ways. And she's very, like, serious and they're, like, a very poor communicator. (laughs) (laughs) And they assert themselves in a way that's unconventional and rebellious. And they push things forward with a unique independence. So they like put a lot of energy into like family and home. And it's like this is her like her aggression. So it feels like she's very rebellious and like unconventional, which I feel like is very appropriate because I feel like the way she speaks and her tone isn't technically very nice. Mm-hmm. And like it's very like disrespectful because like yeah. in Japan, the way you speak to someone is like a huge show of how much you respect them especially like because considering the fact that like Risiko is younger 
than than Haruka by three years. Mm-hmm. So like I know this is like a lot to take in, but like in Japan, this is like a huge thing where like first of all, she's three years younger than her, and she's speaking to her in a way where it's like daru, which is like it's so like I would never use that word to anyone. <laughs> like darui means like so like i could never i could not even be bothered like i can't that's just like i'm so like i have zero energy will desire anything like that's like darui that's what it means then when you don't even finish the word and you say daru it means like you're so over it that you can't even finish a word with three like three letters you know what i mean yeah like it's not even darui it's just that when you say daru it means like like you're expressing even like an even higher level of that where you're just like I'm so like I literally can't even finish this tiny word for you because I'm so done with you yeah. like that's kind of the 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 intention behind the word and then she says to her like higaisha zura sugite darui which is like higaisha sugi ga higaisha sugata ga darui or something where she's like the way that you act like the victim is like I'm so over it like is basically what she says and it's like it's I, literally, I literally was like i cannot believe that they haven't smacked each other at this yeah point. like it's total mean girl attitude to be like, stop like, playing the victim like stop trying to get sympathy i literally was like i'm sorry are you like gaslighting her yeah. right now because like you're the one who's acting like a petty ridiculous petulant child right now yeah and i really i feel like you everything you're saying is how you're acting like you're saying that haruka is acting this way but i think you need to look at the mirror girl yeah check yourself honey i was so surprised that like someone would say that i i like my mouth was just on the floor i don't know i i think it's just so what is that word like where it's like you you have like it's like zero shame like it's like you were you've leaned into like your wrong your wrong thing so hard that you like don't even realize like i don't know you like completely it's like completely over your head like first of all like if you're gonna discuss your own feelings that's fine but never discuss someone else's feelings or like don't even try to like tell like don't like people's feelings are their own like yeah i wouldn't even fathom bringing it up the way that she did oh inappropriate i just was like wow like i i literally was like oh my god and she took no ownership for the situation and was like stop you know stop pitying yourself blah 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 like stop (laughs) playing the victim is just is just continues the disrespect Right. So, like, to me, like, the way that she reacted and, like, the way that Risiko was talking about it, like, don't victimize yourself. That's the language of someone who knows what they were doing when they were doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was malicious and it was very mean girl attitude. Which basically, yeah. Which basically that that reaction is what validated that her behavior was malicious to begin with, which yeah. she does end up admitting because then it comes out. She's like, well, you were flirting in my face. What was I supposed yeah. to do? You yeah. know? what it comes out that like at the beginning she's like oh my god like i don't understand people's feelings like did you yeah. really get mad like she pretended like she had no idea but, but it then it totally comes malicious. Out, like she did it on purpose so like to me that's like super fake and i was just like nah, not cool yeah. and like sure like i get it like if you were just like you know you could she could have she could have also just pulled she could have just shut her mouth for like the thing and just been like and if she wanted to stop it she could have been like hey 
Haruka, like, sorry, Kenny, like, not to, like, interrupt this conversation, but, like, Haruka, do you mind if, like, I pull you aside and can we, like, Mm -hmm. chat real quick? Like, we'll be right back. And then, like, pull her aside and tell her, like, hey, I just want to be real with you and open with you. Like, you know, since we both like him, like, I just want it to be us to be cool in the house. And, like, you know, I know it's probably not fair or reasonable of me to say this to you, but it makes me super uncomfortable when you try to, like, flirt with him in front of me. So, like, would you mind if, like, you know, going forward, you just did that, like, you know, not in my face? Like, I would really appreciate that. To, like, not, you know, like, have conversations with him. But, like, can you just, you know, when it's a flirty conversation, like, and you want to, like, appeal yourself to him, like, could I would just really appreciate it if you would just, like, not do it in front of me because it makes me super uncomfortable. And then, like, Haruka could have come at that point to be, like, not, like, be, like, I accept that or whatever. She can react however she wants. But then she could have, at that point, been, like, I'm glad we're you're bringing this up. Like, you know, the other day when you came home, like, I know that Kenny was really drunk and I know I didn't say anything, but it made me super uncomfortable when you guys were flirting in front of me. So, like, you know, why don't we compromise and say that we won't just we just won't do this in front of each other? Because, you know, I completely understand. And I think that's super reasonable because, you know, I feel the same way when you do that in front of my face. You know what I mean? Normal, just like adult conversation, honestly. Like they both handled it super immaturely. Yes. And not respecting each other's feelings. And like obviously, like we have hindsight. And so we can like, you know, therapize the situation however we want. Because like we just saw how it played out the worst way possible. But like totally. So that's what, you know, that's what we're doing. We're discussing and analyzing it. Yeah, but like this is what happens when you don't take care in your relationships because like the thing is like if you did care about your friendship it's really not that hard to like preserve a friendship when you're kind of interested in someone like that's why like I really like like Love Island because a lot of the time like you know it gets really awkward but a lot of the time you know they're mature enough to have these conversations where they're like hey like I like him too yeah, you like him too. Like, you know what? Like when I let's, I'm not saying don't talk to them, but just don't do it in my face. You know, Mm -hmm. like be respectful, like of each other. Let's be respectful of each other because like you can still do that while you date people. Like it's not super hard. I mean, it's hard, but it's not like hard, but like you can still be respectful. Like it's, yeah. You want that, you know, if that's what you want. Not hard to be respectful. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard to date two people or to be interested in someone. Yeah. someone else interested in. so and that is why, hard exactly and that's why i think it was completely fair for haruka to be like you know what i just want some clarity and so i want to know like what's going on yeah. and then for kenny to be like this is what how i feel and then she decided to take that and be like you know what because some because she still had a choice like she could have been like you know because some people would be like well i'm gonna make him change his mind mm-hmm. you know and she, and she was just kind of like all right like that's what he wants yeah and he she was her like, so yeah she's it. like I'm not one to sit sit here and be told like, you know, like in that way, like I'm that they're not interested in me. And then as I mean, now that I know, like, especially like when you find out the context of like the comment he made, then I I, I feel like it's completely understandable because if he had said something like that to me, I would have completely 100 percent. My feelings would have evaporated yeah. in that moment. I would have yeah. been like, and I'm done. Like, like, fine, you can have him. Literally, you just proved to me why you're the worst. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, you just made my choice so much easier for me. 
I feel like they're both a little insensitive. And, like, you know what? The thing is, though, like, you and I are able to say these things, too, because we've lived through experiences like this already. So, like, we've had, we've learned it the hard way. Or at least I have Mm -hmm. uh, learned this the hard way. So, to me, like, I've been in this situation before where I've had not this fight, but, like, similar fights with people. Like, I don't technically ever, I don't think I've ever actually liked the same person. Actually, that's not correct. Someone liked this someone that I this has happened to me a couple times before, but I wasn't aware of the fact that we both liked the same person. Like I found out after like this, per- the girl started fighting with me that they liked the person I was dating or like had been seeing. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize we were both seeing the same person. So like technically, like when this has happened to me, it wasn't te- always like like not that there's a fault, but like I just wasn't aware Mm-hmm. Like, because there was no communication and I didn't know the other person was like who they were seeing and that that person was a friend of mine. It's just kind of shady. It's happened to me the other way around, too, where it's like I've had a person I was dating, like, chat up someone and not realize that that person and I were connected mm-hmm. and like friendships. And then I've been like, and you're a douche, <laughs> you know, where it's yep, like, no, I feel I- that, too. Like, I've liked someone and then told a friend that I liked this person and friend went behind my back to pursue the person that they knew I liked. Yeah. If that makes it's, sense. Yeah. That's happened to me. Yeah. It's so shady. Like it is like, cause it was malicious. Like you did on purpose, like knowing yeah. that I liked this person. Yeah. And then they try, and then they turn around and they're like trying to be like, they're like, you're such a good friend. And they're like, like, Oh, and then later on they're like, Oh, it's it okay if I blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you're already doing it at this point. Uh, so it <laughs> doesn't really matter what I say. Yeah. I was like, unfollow. <laughs> I was just like, like it unfollow. doesn't matter. And I'm like, if they ever bring it up, it's like, are you serious? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, can you imagine if this person like comes to me in the future and they're like, why did you unfollow me? And I'm like, are you for real? It's just a validation though that like you outgrow certain people and it's okay. Like that, you know, for a certain time in your life, like y'all were friends and like you grew together. But then like, you know, as human beings, like when you grow, like sometimes you don't always grow in the same direction anymore. Like flowers and plants. Yeah. Like we grow you had each other at that time of your life and now yeah. it's time to to move on. You have your own sons that you grow towards and your own truths and like it's okay. And you just move on. But like, you know, when you move on, still cherish your friendship and be kind to your friend and don't do shady stuff behind their back anymore. Okay? Like, come on. It's just common sense. Anyway. Oh, by the way, the soundtrack on the fight, wasn't it so (laughs) great? It was like emo rock or something. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I'm ready for them to start slapping each other. Yeah, great. (laughs) music i was like this score is real i was because i started getting really like my heart started beating really fast and i was yeah, like why what? am i getting oh really God. worked up and i was like up. oh it's the music yeah <laughs> it totally was but Rizigo was like i'm really done with you playing the victim for the cameras <laughs> oh all right okay because then she goes like because she, when she says that, she just like brings up the fact that like so Risiko brings up the fact that Haruka's an actress and mm-hmm. she's been an actress for like you know I don't nine know years, nine years years at this point yeah. and basically she's like you know and she's like you know so I'm really kind of like done with like you playing the victim yeah, it's kind of she has a certain persona that she has for the yeah, cameras and a certain image yeah acting for the camera yeah. and she's yeah. like I don't see how like if you're such a great actor 
Like that you can't just like, first of all, act and pretend like you don't like Kenny or you like Kenny or whatever the hell it is that you feel. And second of all, like, how am I supposed to tell that your emotions right now are genuine? It's kind of like yeah. what she says. Like you being a fake ass, you know what? B-I-T-C-H is what she's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Haruka kind of like goes, oh, 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 You really? want to talk about secrets? <laughs> are we going to talk about a secret image for the camera? Yeah, we uh, we're gonna bring up secrets. All right, we're gonna, <laughs> we can talk about secrets. Up, if we're gonna bring up secrets, then then why don't we bring up the fact that I've been keeping a secret for you mm-hmm. for this entire time we've been here, regardless of how you've been treating me, and uh, you know the fact that you're a fitness trainer but you smoke cigarettes. <gasps> <gasps> the audacity! The audacity to bring yeah. that up! The audacity! And then Risiko weekly goes. Well, you smoke cigarettes too, and <laughs> yeah, but I'm not hiding it. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, shots fired. Like, the claws are out. Holy crap! Like, it's like it's oh. someone's like, you ate my chocolate. And they're like, well, you ate my cereal bar. <laughs> like, like we can do this, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like when she's like, well, you do it, and it's like you do it too. She's like, but I'm not hiding it. It's like, I just like it's just so funny. It's just like, well, you you smoke. She's like, well, you smoke too. It's like, yeah. Well, it's it's. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's not a secret. Like everyone knows. Like I don't Italy have to holding a secret. Reason, like I own my sh- my shiz, and yeah. she's just like done. And she's I like, I'm of- protecting your secret. I'm protecting your image. And now yeah. I'm throwing it on the table. The cards like, have this been played. Time, regardless of how you've treated me, I protected you. And she's just like. She's well, like, I'm a loyal person. Like, oh my god, I feel that so hard. <laughs> like, and I also was kind of like really gratified in a way because I was just like, hold it out, hold it out, Haruka. Like, don't do it. And then I was like, but then it was just super satisfying because I've been in situations where I've wanted to hurl like stuff like that back at people, <laughs> where I've been like, oh, I want to yell all the things. Yeah. Where you're like, I, I I've been in so many situations where I could have thrown like petty stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger it. person. And I'm like, I'm not going to stoop. Gian talking to you anymore. But that's kind of when you know, like, your relationship is over. Because, like, you don't care to, like, engage anymore. Yeah. Because it's, like, longer worth it. Because, like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, why are you fighting? Like, if you if you want to, pres- like, you're fighting because you want to preserve the friendship or the relationship or, like, make it better. But, like, at that moment when you realize, like, you know what? I really could not care less about any of your drama and then you're like wow I don't feel the need to like respond to you anymore because you're not even going to take it anyway so like why bother you know yeah it's just a waste of energy at that point so 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 Haruka is like well I'm just gonna like from now on like just decide not to tell you things and I'm just gonna like not tell you things and she's like why don't you do that and it's like it just like becomes this point where they're just kind of like well you should do that then like yeah, we're gonna live our own lives we're not yeah. really gonna engage we're not gonna share things with each other and it's just like all right yeah it's Fair just enough. very like not great like they're not in a good place but it did in a way like feel very cathartic because like I mean Risiko brought up she's like well from day one like you and you and Corey been buddy buddy and like every time it comes to the room you stop talking and like well and Haruka's like well when people come into a room like naturally you stop talking and Risiko's like well I wouldn't just stop having a conversation if someone walked in yeah. like because that just makes it seem like 
you were talking about me. About me, yeah, or like hiding something. Exactly. Or just like yeah. technically, if it was a conversation that you could all have together, like why does it need to stop if someone comes in and you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but I guess maybe like all it kind of also sh- probably explains like the nature of the Haruka and Kaori relationship is probably a lot of Haruka talking about her feelings about Kenny, which is probably why why she were, stopped. Yeah, because yeah. as soon as Risiko walks in, she's probably like and yeah. Tori probably wasn't really talking so much about herself, which I mean, you kind of get the feeling that she's just like listening and not no one's really asking her anything. It's like, I feel bad. Anyway, Risiko then kind of like storms out and she goes to but she goes to Kenny's room first to like apologize to him for like bringing him into it. And like, (laughs) it's just so shady. And then she like selectively tells him stuff from the fight she brings up how she got so angry because haruka threw her under the bus and brought up how she smokes and like she basically uses a scene to like explain why she was hiding it and she's like well i just wanted to be a good role model for the girls that like i train and stuff and like look at me i'm such a hero and blah 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 and just like dude you were the one who threw the first punch. Like, she never would have brought that up if you didn't try to say she was a fake B-I-T-C-H. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. all the crazy, ridiculous stuff. So, like, why poke the bear if you know that they're keeping secrets for you? Like, it's just, it's it's insane. But then... You brought it, it on to yourself, so... Yeah. But then she's like, so I'm just gonna go out and, like, go clubbing. And then, like it's 12 30 like 12 45 almost 1 30 at this point like and kenny's like are you sure and he's like yeah she's like yeah i'm just gonna go and like dance the night away <laughs> basically and he's like, he's like all right and then like he goes and then immediately after that is ruka and then like ruka is like what happened basically they talk about it and then Kenny kind of relays what happened very, like, broadly and what she said to Haruka. And then, like, says how, like, Risiko went out to go clubbing. And then this is the first point in time where anyone is concerned for Risiko's safety as a 21-year-old girl who just, like, walked out to go clubbing after yeah. a huge fight. And is very traumatized at one thirty mm-hmm. in the morning, you know, to go club yeah. all night so she can forget her problems. And then Ruka's like literally like, you let her go by herself. Like, is she me- who is she meeting? Is she meeting fr- like who is she meeting friends? Like, does she even have friends she can meet at this hour? <laughs> like, literally, like a parent get blacked out by herself. Kenny is the eldest person in the house, and he's also the one who is romantically interested in this girl. And he's just like literally has zero concern for her safety. And then Ruka's like, dude, like go with her and like he was just like well i just thought like you know if i went with her like you know with everything going on with rizuko and haruka in the house it would be super awkward which fair but then yeah. be like tell rizuko to wait for ruka to get out of the bath so he can go with her or like yeah you know what i mean like there were other ways to go about this like show give me the phone number of your friend or like who are you going to see or like you know ask a few questions not yeah, like there's some kind of concern all right have fun like i'm sorry i've gone out clubbing in japan a lot and like one night i got out like the night i got date raped i was in Rapungi. so <laughs> hello like it's not that it's super dangerous but it's also like not super safe <laughs> so yeah. to be a young girl those are just things you have to consider 
Yeah, like the fact that like, I mean, sure, like I was going out when I was like 14 and like not worried about it. So I get where like Risiko is coming from. But like, Kenny needs to like, Kenny really doesn't. He hasn't stepped up. Like surprising to me. I was like, when Ruka was like, dude, I was like, literally like, yeah, dude, what the hell? Like, because the cameras didn't go with her. So like, I mean, what does he think is going to happen? Like, what would what I just, uh, I mean, literally, (laughs) that's how I felt. My whole brain was so confused. Now it comes to the point where these people are on a reality show. So if you were on a show, like, like, would you want to hide certain like things about yourself from the cameras or the audience? I feel like this is going to be a yes in general <laughs> from mm-hmm. anyone. But then, like, do you think everything is on the table entering a show like this? Like, how comfortable would you be on a reality show? Like, do you think it's fair to, like, agree to be on a reality show, but then to say that certain things are off the table? I think it's hard because, like, you choose to be on the show so it's almost like yes you know like you know very well going into it that your life is a show now for everyone to see so it's like well if you have things to hide maybe you shouldn't be doing something like this (laughs) because exactly i mean at the end of the day like it is entertainment but i understand why that's difficult because it's not an easy thing to be like yes i'm gonna portray you know my truest self for the whole world to see like that's not easy for anyone to do that so i mean it's difficult but i feel like you you know that you're entering a show like this like it's not surprise it's not a secret that the cameras are following you everywhere that even though even the other people on the show like they know all of your business so it's just kind of like you're putting your life um out for entertainment yeah it just kind of comes with it as difficult as it is and crappy it is, like for me, I would probably never want to do that. <laughs> I would not feel comfortable at all. Um, yeah. I feel like it also kind of like probably depends on the reality show too, because it's like, yeah. you know, a project runway and yeah. like a master chef or a top chef is very oh, totally. different from like, oh, yeah, that's very different than like, or yeah. a terrace house. And, and even like, even terrace house is like very different from like, a Real Housewives because mm-hmm. like in a way Real Housewives and Vanderpump and the shows are very curated and they have storylines whereas like this show is really like there's no actual like there's no events or like games or like you know things yeah. it's just their everyday life like and just that's what leads the show like that like no how so yeah like it's it's just very like real and so like, you see parts of your, like, it, it's such a g- wonderful opportunity for change if you really want to change. Yeah. And, like, because you're going to see parts of yourself that, like, you've never even realized about yourself and, like, parts that you won't like. And it's such a vulnerable place to be in. And I think it's so unique because it's one of the few reality shows that's global in a way that's long you know because there is the circle and you know love is blind and stuff like that but those are recorded over the course of like three weeks and then yeah. it's like two episodes yeah 10 episodes this the, this show is a year long and it's like so that's 52 episodes a season 
that's because a year is 52 weeks so it's about 50 episodes a season and like yes we don't necessarily like have all the cast members for all 50 episodes but like each cast member develops very real relationships and some members we have for like you know 30 episodes some we only have for 20 like you know some we have for like a month long so like four episodes like it's it's really different and so like there's a lot going into it that you can't really control so it's asking a lot because like it is being seen in like 90 different countries all over the world whereas like you know like i love love island for example but not everyone can watch it because it's not available in other countries unless you have like a vpn and like you know not ev- like my friends in australia like during this quarantine i was like trying to give people like recommendations for shows and i have friends who like terrace house so obviously i recommended vanderpump rules because everyone loves vanderpump rules who wants terrace house my experience yeah. but in australia they don't have bravo so like you can't watch vanderpump and like i think now there's like a different streaming service where you can watch it because she sent me a screenshot of her phone like her instagram ads after and it was like for some streaming service and it said you can watch vanderpump rules and she was like they're listening and it was hilarious but basically you know some countries you can't even watch like these shows that we're very familiar with in the states it's so, like when there are these shows that are very popular all over the world like i have now through doing this podcast i've met amazing people and listeners and like other podcasters who have terrace house podcasts in different countries in different languages and there are fans in italy and fans in lots of fans in london and like fans in china and korea and all the asian countries and like lots of different foreign countries are really into this show i think with the italians it makes sense because of a later cast member who pops up who is italian so it makes sense that you know there's a lot of like country pride But I really love how international the show is. So, like, in a way, it's a very large platform. So it would be really scary because, like, yes, like, a lot of of people would find it hard to say no to Terrace House, I think. Because it's such a wonderful platform, especially if you're trying to do something along the lines of what they're doing. Where, like, having a platform would be super helpful for, like, their careers to ascend. But if you want big rewards require big risks. And, and lots of sacrifice so i mean i feel like when you want like people anyone who's famous has to give up a lot in their own personal life and have to make decisions so i feel like you know like she knew what she was doing and she probably knew she wasn't going to be able to hide it so she can get mad at haruka but that isn't really really at the end of the day it's Riseko's own fault like she should have yeah, quit honestly, it might just come out later anyway you know what i mean it would have come like, I out doubt she would have like held that in it would have ultimately come out there's no way you can hide stuff like yeah. everything on this show that is hidden always comes out everything comes out on this show like yeah. it never gets hidden so, yeah, so it's inevitable yeah it was inevitable it's just you know, it just sucks that it had to happen this way. I also almost was on a reality show. So but I, I auditioned. I auditioned. I did like I went through a few rounds of screen tests for House of DVF, which was like an E show that is canceled now. So I think I can talk about it. But I did like season one and then season two. They only had like a few people on it and they only used like fashion influencers. So it didn't like work out. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. 
because yeah. even though it's cool and it would have been really like fun experience, I probably like really would have hated it because I'm also very private. So <laughs> I think like if I were ever to do anything, I would want it to be like interview based or like I would want to act and not like be myself really. Or like I want to do like comedy or like improv. Not like yeah, I'd so- only want to do Survivor. Oh, I that would be so cool. I really, I really do think I'm meant to be on Survivor. I could see that. I would <laughs> be like the Amazing Race. Oh yeah, I could the Amazing Race. I would mm-hmm. be super into that, like the traveling and the backpacking. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that would be something super fun for me. I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Or like you know the life changing experience of tidying up or like flipping out, like getting my house flipped, like anything that has to do with like improving my house mm-hmm. that I don't. My please help my life. Yeah, makeover, like you know, Jeopardy would be fun. <laughs> just, <laughs> I would like to be on Watch What Happens Live as like a bartender. That would be fun. <laughs> like, yeah, stuff where it's not like revealing like secrets and like personal things and all. <laughs> but you can like witness this. <laughs> yeah. Just like stuff I can control, really. So the next morning, Corey discusses with Kenny and Shohei about Kenny's comment. And so at this point, we kind of like teased it until now. But so during the fight, supposedly, we find out that after all of this and how Kenny had like very harshly kind of like told Haruka she doesn't have a chance, he doesn't see her as like a romantic way, doesn't like look at her as a woman in that way. He said, yeah, sugoi story it. He's like, wow, what a crazy dramatic like drama you're living sucks to be you so basically like kind of treating her like this actress so basically they're saying like what a like like they're like basically he spoke down to her almost in a way like wow like you came on the show and you got a wonderful storyline like good for you mm-hmm. like that's kind of like the tone of what he said and so like the translation, the American translation or the English translation was what a crazy drama you're living, which I think is like appropriate, but it's not like specific. Like he's like, like, it's like a story. Like he's like, wow, like such a huge, like this is such an in- incredible story. Like, wow, that you're living. Like, this is amazing. Like that's like kind of like, it's very like, what is it what is that word condescending mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah absolutely like and so Kari says it was like super heartless and very messed up but after basically dumping haruka like without with when she was like would you even be interested in exploring this at all it could have just been like no i i'm frankly i'm really interested in risiko like mm-hmm. So, and I, I've never actually looked at you that way. And I just see us as friends. Like, it's very easy to say that. It's not hard. No one's yeah. feeling get hurt. He was like, I don't see you as a woman <laughs> romantically. And I'm really interested in Risiko. So, like, wow. this is, But this is like a one, this is like a really impressive story you're living. Like, yeah, this is, wow. Like, How dramatic. How interesting. Like, I can't believe I wasted all of that time liking you. <laughs> like, yeah, Absolutely. Like your ego is a little bit too big for your head. You disrespecting me more. Shohei thinks that this is all childish and immature. And frankly, he thinks it's stupid. Where there was just like he's like, it's stupid because he goes, There was just a murder that happened down the street from our house last week. So 
Like, the fact that we're all fighting about this is pretty ridiculous. And he, like, basically yeah. invalidates and, like, diminishes, like, the fact that this is, like, a huge problem in the house right now. He's like, this is stupid. There's other bigger things in the world we should be worrying about. And so this petty BS yeah. is basically what he says. And then I love Corey because, like, she just goes, oh, oh, okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's, that, that, that's right. You're, he's saying invalidating things to me to rile me up on on purpose oh whoops i almost punched him in the face i can't believe he almost made me do that like i was like laughing so hard i was just like i love her humor because it's just like i was she just like was so funny like most people would just like lose their like brain and she was just like oh 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 wait yeah no he's doing that on purpose oh my god I yeah. can't believe it. Like, uh, so she's like still like telling him he's an idiot, but she's doing it in a way where she's like, This conversation is over. We're agreeing to disagree, and I think you're an idiot. Is basically like the way it went, but they were all laughing about it, which I thought it's also like a great kind of like mirror to to Haruka and Risiko and how they're dealing with their disagreements versus like Kori and Shohei, where like they're still like strong in themselves and getting their point across, but like the tone and the way they're doing it is a way that's not confrontational, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Not saying that it's like, good or bad because it's very passive aggressive. <laughs> and like the way that Shohei deals with things, where he mentions to Haruka later, is just like, I don't even think you need to like talk it out with Risiko necessarily I think like time solves everything which like true time does solve things but like you have to talk it out you can't just like yeah because it's not it's just a presentment anger avoiding each other yeah like time does help but it helps after the fact you talk about it (laughs) it's better if you like clear the air first and then allow time to heal the discomfort of like clearing the air but unless clear the air time is just going to create deeper problems yeah and deeper deeper and deeper cracks and then goodbye the entire world and then you have like different continents instead of yeah. like you know pangea so in terms of like i mean i guess we've already kind of like mentioned what we think but like this comment that kenny made like man yeah i would have punched him in the face yeah and, like, what did you think about, like, the way that Shohei reacted in terms of, like, I mean, I, I think it's good for us here to point out, like, um, to remind everyone we forgot to mention or we didn't have time to get to this last week. But last week there was a scene where Shohei kind of, like, was at a bar and he told the bartender that he actually has, like, romantic feelings for Haruka and he's, like, interested in her. So this kind of, like, ends up working out for Shohei, which I didn't totally. think and, about like, until this point. So, like, when I was thinking about Shohei's comments and, like, I was like, is he really just being, like, invalidating or is he just kind of trying to, like, play it cool because he knows, like, he has a chance now. Yeah, and he's, so he's kind of filling it out. Like, he's like, oh, this kind of worked out in my favor. Yeah. I think he's kind of, he's kind of just filling it out to see. But he doesn't, I feel like he doesn't want to mention anything overtly because both Corey and Kenny are there and they're both kind of like peripherally involved with him and Haruka you know because like yeah. he and Corey kind of had a like a will they or won't they and then Haruka and Kenny just had a will they or won't they and now Shohei is kind of interested in Haruka so like 
at first it kind of could come across as cold and like invalidating and unfeeling but then i was just like i wonder if he's just trying to like really play it cool like and he's trying to be extra cool about it because he doesn't want to show anyone what is like his cards and he wants to play his cards close to his chest and like so he's trying to like be extra kind of like cool about it like guys come on like this is stupid like yeah in a way i don't know that's kind of like how i interpreted it Mm -hmm. and then so the panelists had some things to say about kenny's comment what said i feel he will never find happiness (laughs) (laughs) and then baba chan said he talks as kenny talks as if he had nothing to do with the whole ordeal Yamachan thinks that to begin with, Kenny is only interested in making himself look good to gain popularity because he's far too uninvested in everything else in the house. And he says that if he can confirm that Kenny is committing the, quote, most gravest of Terrace House sins and using the show as promotion for personal gain, I will shred him to pieces with my own hands. Oh, tell him. Which Bethy brought up last week, which is like, this show is like, like the panelists will literally say this like this is a show where if you come on here for any ulterior motives or intentions wink love is blind love island bachelor (laughs) the challenge (laughs) uh, anything else on television in america it's like literally the opposite like you cannot even have a whiff of that on this show i mean it's obvious that these people are going to have a platform but like it's you can't like be desirous of that openly which kenny has kind of been questionable about i think according to the panelists and then uh he says we've seen this before the vibe of someone who is wrongfully participating in the show did gain popularity i'm merely concerned you'll fall into that trap kenny (laughs) he like addresses the camera and says that so after this we kind of have uh, Ruka and Shohei confirm plans to hang out. And then Haruka says that, like, considering everything, because they were supposed to go hang out to, like, watch Kenny's show. But, and then also go see Eden Kai, our favorite baby cinnamon roll from Aloha State, oh. Yusuke. And she says that she's not super interested in going to watch Kenny's part of the show, uh, considering everything that's happened. So she'd just like to go see uh, Eden Kai, a.k.a. Yusuke's performance, and then grab some tea after. And then Shohei basically says that's cool with him. After they have tea, he'll just go back to catch Kenny's performance on his own by himself. And they kind of discuss what happened. And he was like, it's completely reasonable that you feel that way. And basically, he kind of says, like, every he lists off everyone in the house and says, like, you know, like, none of our, none of us are on anyone's side here. Like, you know, we're just all supporting y'all. And, like, the, at that point, Haruka's like, you know, I, I understand, like, this is, you know, on me to make it better. And then he goes, well, you don't have to, like, make it. I don't think you have to go out of your way to make it better, which was like, what is your advice, dude? Like, then at this point, Risiko comes home and Risiko approaches Haruka at the dining table to discuss the fight. And now that they've had like the day to think about it and the night to calm down and like think about everything that was said and like, you know, each other's point of view and their feelings. Haruka says that she thinks it would be weird if they were just to, like, kiss and make up and be buddy-buddy as if nothing happened. And Rizuko very maturely says that instead of forgiving each other and moving on and going forward, she wants to create more time and space for the girls to find 
more things they have in common with each other that they can connect over because she's sure they must have some things and try to focus on growing those whilst growing their relationship instead of focusing on how they're so different all the time. And the girls kind of like agree to hold space for each other going forward and try to at least instead of just like putting a band-aid on it and pretending like actually now making an effort to get to know each other so that they can have more of a relationship going forward so do you think that Risiko is being genuine with Haruka at this dining table like do you think that 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 emotion like that thing was genuine and what do you think about like Risiko's proposal for how they kind of move forward I do think it was genuine but I mean I get it because they're living in this house like they really should be getting along however I think it's pretty clear that they won't really connect again I don't really think they'll be you know friends like I don't think they'll ever confide in each other I think that trust has kind of been taken but I do think it's important for them to talk it out you know talk about their differences and similarities and stuff just so they can purely just live together you know like i like i remember when i had roommates freshman year like i lived in basically a closet with two other people who the three of us did not get along but we kind of had to come to agreement like okay we will just do what we can just to live with each other just to go about our normal days but we just kind of know that we won't really be friends and i think that's kind of what's important here is that i think the trust has been taken I don't think they'll be close again, but I do think that in order for them to live comfortably, they do kind of need a chance to clear the air and accept that they are different. I think that's important in this situation. Yeah, I feel like acknowledging things is like very important. Like, yeah. Just I, I feel like especially I understand that about myself and that like I get really frustrated when like I'm not validated or like your feelings are invalidated or like even your existence isn't validated. So like mm-hmm. when you're being kind of like treated in a way where, you know, you're pressured into a situation that you're not comfortable with, it can be super weird. Yeah. So like. If you get to that point where you're just both, like, not sure what to even say to each other anymore because you just, like, Mm -hmm. don't know what you are and aren't allowed to say around that person. If you want things to, like, even try to get back to, like, a place where you can move on from, like, Mm -hmm. and move forward, like, because it's never going to be the way that it was, but, like, you can try to make something new from that and, like, it could Mm -hmm. become stronger you know in a way who knows totally like because a lot of my friendships like after a fight they do get a lot strong like not like a fight fight like it depends on what the fight's about too but like how you handle it can like really deepen your friendship because it's like if you're able to hold that space and like respect for another person while also Mm -hmm. trying to understand where they're coming from like because, like, it's it's not reasonable for everyone to be able to understand everyone all the time because we're only human. So, like, yeah. sometimes we need other people to explain how other people might feel the way that you do. Because, like, sometimes my therapist tells me, like, oh, like, that's not, you know, like, you would think, like, you know, sometimes you're in your own brain. You think everyone initially reacts and thinks the same thing that you do when something happens to them. But, like not everybody thinks like oh I don't feel like anyone sees me 
they'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel unloved. Like, it's yeah. a different, like, it might be similar, but it's not the same. So even just that was, like, a huge wake-up call for me. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, you're completely right because mm-hmm. I have friends. And, like, when we discuss something, like, you and I, when we discuss something on the podcast or, like, when we have mm-hmm. guests on, we don't all react the same way. Like, sometimes we do, and a lot of times we do, because we're similar people, we're friends, we have similar values, which is why we are close, and -hmm. we have a relationship. But, like, you know, not everyone does feel or react the same way, like how different people have favorite books or favorite movies or favorite TV shows, and they don't always exist in the same way as your friends. So, like, it's the same as that. It's just... You can understand it, and you can see someone's point of view without agreeing, and I think it's okay that not everyone agrees. Yeah, and I think, like, just so much, like, and just as a society, we're all learning that it's okay for us to, like, want what we want. And I think the difference is, like, you know, we live in this world where, like, we're so much more connected with each other than, like, anyone has ever been in, like, the history of the world. So no one understands, like, even when you're, like, common decency and respect and stuff, it's, like, how is that how does that translate into online and like some people don't really view it that way and like you think like it does everyone translates like their you know common decency and respect from daily life onto online life but not everyone is like that and like you know it's just all of these things that we're all trying to learn and like you know interconnectedness and like just exposure to like lots of different points of view and how people are going to react to like how you act and it's like I mean, that's why there's all this stuff about like cancel culture and like all it's and like if and, you know, the if you make one mistake, it can be really huge. Like the implications could be massive and like mm-hmm. things like that. Like it's it's a huge platform for good and positiveness. And it's given a platform to people for for certain people who might not normally under traditional power structures to be able to like have success because of community and collective like support it's just I I feel like it's really challenging so I don't I don't even know where I was going with that anymore because I'm just like it's so challenging and it's just like it's so big and then I was thinking about the massiveness of it all and I'm like now I got lost in like the massiveness I'm going to drop quickly that we see Corey at work and it's super cool and she's super professional and she's making hoodies and tees for her her show her Mm -hmm. art show yeah that can buy she's making merch and it's like super official and she said like normally she screen prints her own like t-shirt merch on her shows but this time she's having it printed so she wants to like take advantage of it and do a bigger uh graphic than would allow if she were to do it by hand which i think is really cool and smart she's like clearly really good at at work and like thinks really deeply about her projects which i thought was cool anyway it's nice to see kaori like enjoying life other than just being like you know <laughs> yeah i've been just dying like Bloody. she has life guys but then back at the house haruka is just like kind of like hanging out and then we see our favorite ukulele player from aloha stay mm-hmm. home of hawaii season baby cinnamon roll eating kai aka so he's no longer a baby anymore if you see photos of him on like youtube like he's on youtube and stuff and Instagram, and he's, like, kind of hot now. Like, he's, he actually, really? like, even since, like, this show, this airing, like, he actually, like, looks like he, like, grew up almost, like, overnight. Like, he just looks like a man suddenly. And I was, like, I saw a photo of him the other day. I was, like, wow, he's, like, wow. 
Yeah. Like, were- oof. <laughs> glowed up. Blew up. It's like a Neville, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like a very, I like, book. I feel like he has like a Neville journey mm-hmm. for him. He's, he's just going to be a late bloomer, but <laughs> not going back at the house. He shows up unannounced, Yusuke, to the house to like hang out. And Haruka is like very pleasantly surprised and asks him to play the ukulele later. Yusuke asks her where everyone is and she says it's just her at home signaling that they are alone together. Haruka tells him that she watched the fried catfish episode earlier today and Yusuke starts cracking, uh, <laughs> which is a reference to the part one finale of Aloha State. It's like a huge thing that happens. I won't spoil it with lauren and all this stuff it's funny it's called it's called the loneliness catfish <laughs> use case loneliness is super sad she said she thought she should rewatch it since she was gonna be seeing him tomorrow at the live show and like he popped by so i'm just like it was the perfect timing they compare the size of this tokyo house with the aloha state house on black point road in hawaii and yusuke says it's a good com- uh, competition between the two houses Yusuke asks Haruka how she's finding her terrace house experience, and she shares that yesterday she had her first disagreements with one of the housemates. He says if she wants to share, he's here to listen. And basically, she says that it's not really anything huge to report on, but it was a disagreement between the girls and that her feelings were unexpectedly revealed to the person in the house she was interested in. When he asks, so the person you had feelings for, she just voluntarily, like, volunteers. Like, oh, it was Kenny, by the way. (laughs) at this point just put everything on the table and then she says to him that she feels she can really talk to him because he's not living there but like he understands because he's lived in a terrace house before and he says he gets how tricky it can be confiding in housemates and then yusuke says that he's going to be flying back to hawaii the day after tomorrow but he should be back in japan again in july and he knows that she just said to him that she has feelings for kenny And if she still feels that way, it's completely fair and okay. But if by the time he's back to visit to Tokyo in July, she no longer feels that way about Kenny, would they want to go out for dinner sometime? Oh. Ah, ah, ah. And she says, let's go, and smiles and nods furiously and says, okay, with a thumbs up after he confirms. And he says, yay, which was super, super cute and then Yusuke says it feels kind of nostalgic for him to be in the terrace house even though his house is like a completely different house he's like I don't know and she kind of says like she gets what he means and they just kind of like isn't there always like a table like this in the dining room and they like make a joke and it's like really cute to see them connect Yusuke asks for a tour of the house and Haruka obliges once they're on the roof, Haruka asks Yusuke about his dating history because at the time when he was in Aloha State, he hadn't dated anyone before. And then this became like the, this kind of birthed this very famous Yamachan quote of I'm no, I'm no, play, I'm no ch- cherry boy, I'm playboy, which is like <laughs> cherry boy meaning like virgin. It's mm-hmm. just hilarious <laughs> so Yamachan, there's amazing quote and now there's like lots of t-shirts on red bubble that says i'm no <laughs> boy i'm playboy and oh really funny i'm also very japanese because they don't have like the uh like there's no like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway because he was 18 year old and he had, didn't have a girlfriend and so yusuke says that he has had one relationship since but he was dumped after two days because of long distance his him being in Hawaii and her being in Japan, and since then he hasn't dated anyone. 
so sad. I know. And then she asks, her asks him if he's ever like casually messed around with girls. And he says no, because he would never. Yusuke says he realizes that life will pass him by if he doesn't take a chance. So he's going to like be more straightforward and like go after what he wants when he's like dating. And Haruka says that Yusuke seems like he would be very faithful and he would devote himself to one person faithfully. She says that she hopes he meets someone great. <laughs> she asks him if there are any good, good prospects in Hawaii and he says absolutely none. And this is, by the way, all all after, like, he basically was just like, would you like to go out with me? And she's like, well, I hope you find someone great. And like, are there any prospects in Hawaii? Which yeah. I thought was like, kind of telling. Like, anyone else? And then she asked him if he goes to school. And he says after graduating high school, he's just been working in music. And she says that's amazing. And she really admires that. And he says it's nothing. And she tells him she'll be cheering him on. And he tells her she'll he, he'll be cheering her on. Which I thought was like really perfect for her because, you know, she's very passionate about her work and she likes people who that are passionate about their work. So I feel like that's very like on brand for Haruka. And then she goes, we get along really well, don't we? Like, don't you like our chemistry? Like, it's so easy to talk to you. And he confirms, despite only having met twice, huh? And she says, it's like we're old best friends. And then the panelists comment on how, for Yusuke, it's clearly love at first sight. But for Haruka, they're, like, not sure how she feels. And it kind of seems like she's not very interested. Mm -hmm. So they're a little worried he's going to get his heart, little heart broken. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really cute to watch. I thought it was also super, like, generous of Yusuke to be like, I know you have feelings for him. But if you don't in a few months time, like, let's go out. Yeah, it was uh, kind of like, uh, keep me in mind. I'm sharing you yeah, in. Maybe interested really, in you. Maybe we'll give it a shot. Super confident. Like, that was sexy to me. Like, mm-hmm. to totally me, was. it's, like, really... Because, like, it's not... Cock- this is, like, the difference between confidence and cockiness, which mm-hmm. I think, like, a lot of people talk about on Love Island, on UK. Like, the girls always talk about, like, cocky versus confident. And, like, it's mm-hmm. really... It's a lot easier, I feel like, to see in, like... British guys or like I don't know Japanese guys maybe because like I feel like they're not as overtly cocky to begin with because they're very polite I don't know so like there's more of I guess like a dis like a discernment between when someone is very like overtly being confident versus like being kind of cocky in like a good way and I felt like this was a very good example of that of being like not like not cocky because he's like when because like cocky would be like when I come back I'll take you out like you know but it's like confidence is like like it's totally fair if you're still in him but like if you're not like I'd love to take you out for dinner sometime and like to be there's a line say that and be like you know what like this might be too forward but like I want you to be able to process your feelings but in a couple but I am interested in you and I want you to know that so like I don't want to wait until two months time and like come back and like see if you're over it yet I want to tell you now so that like if you can be over it in two months like I want to be first in line like Mm -hmm. that's confidence that's that's knowing what you want like yeah see like girl like I don't know I don't know about all girls but like I'm the type of girl that like wants to know like what the other person wants from me like I don't want this like unmixed message like 
I want you to be involved in my life, but like only so much. And like, I can't, I'm like an all or nothing. Yeah, so like, I'm not here to play can, games. Exactly. Tell me what you want and it's I'll get, get the same return. Yeah. Like, I don't like to play messed up games. Like, I'm just like very, so like, I feel like with me, like, I'm a very like there are going to be people that like people will either like me or they won't like me. They'll think I'm coming off too strong or like at this point, it's just like I just like clarity. I think that that's like the difference now. I think that that's also like Haruka, like, you know, maybe she was coming off too strong and too soon. Like, but I mean, the difference is you get clarity. So at least you're not sitting around like wondering what the other person is thinking or whatever like when I was in high school and like I didn't have other responsibilities that was fine but like when I don't have time like I don't have time to be sitting around like wondering what you're thinking yeah (laughs) how difficult or easy is it to move on from someone for you for me it's really hard to move on from someone I feel like usually for me it's when I like put my energy into something else as plus some time. So I think it's like putting my energy in plus time equals me being comfortable moving on. Like usually like I'll try to put my energy into, you know, my work or my sports or my like friends and family and stuff and then over time that really seems to help but I know for me like it's not easy to move on I have a lot of friends that can move on super quickly and you know find someone new and I've always found that's really difficult for me but I mean I feel like I'm at a point now where I know that about myself and know that it is hard for me but there's certain things that I try to do that I think help I think that's completely fair I think I think it just depends for me like I think there's a part of me that like never gets over things so like I, I'm probably still not over some of my relationships in a weird way but like I'm processing them but like yeah, yeah I don't know I don't think like, you can ever really fully move on like I and I I don't know I, I don't think I I, sh- I would want to like mm-hmm. because like every relationship teaches me something and I feel like mm-hmm. I become a better person and like I don't really ever regret men any of them I don't really think I do like I take it as like a learning process every person I've been with has been a stepping stone every friendship relationship doesn't matter what it is it's been a stepping stone for me to figure out what I like and what I do like and figure out stuff about myself and how I cope with things so I think over time like it is nice to learn that because if every relationship was perfect I wouldn't ever learn those things right plus like I feel like over time now that I'm like 33 I feel like I've kind of, like, forgotten more of, like, the petty disagreements. And, like, mm-hmm. I tend to remember the fun stuff yeah. that I had with people. Yeah. And then if, like, I was really hurt by someone, then, like, I'll remember that. But, like, I don't think about it as often in the forefront as much as I used to. And then, like, if someone brings them up, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, wow, it kind of sucked. But, like, I also remember all the fun times I had. And, like, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. So it's, like, easier to, like, remember. It's not as hard, but I don't know. I feel like sometimes friend friend breakups are harder for me than, like, romantic yeah. breakups. I but. agree. But anyway, uh, Kenny comes home and Yusuke invites him to a quick jam sesh in the living room. And basically, Kenny asks if he can play an original song for them to jam on, which I thought was kind of like, this is where when everyone's like, he's trying to like, boost his popularity. I agree. Yeah. Because like, let me just you're, little plug. 
Yeah, because if you're doing a jam sesh with someone, like, and you're both playing, like, you would think that you would suggest, like, a cover so you can both play it together rather than an original song that the other person doesn't know. Yes, he's a talented musician, so he can jam on it, but, like, I thought that was, like, I was, like, I, I didn't really, like, fully get it, like, to the degree that all the panelists were talking about. But then when they brought that, when they were talking about that, I was like, oh, yeah, I see it now. The episode closes with Haruka, like, struggling to keep it together because she's sitting in between the man who rejected her and the man who likes her while they (laughs) play a charming duet, oblivious to her tears in the middle. So dramatic. Do you think that Haruka's tears were genuine? Did she and Kenny have enough of a connection to warrant this reaction from her? I think her tears were genuine. I think we've seen throughout this episode how upset (laughs) she's kind of been with the whole thing. Yeah, but I think she's just very emotional. And I think everything with Kenny is making her really emotional. I mean, I feel like from what we've seen, because obviously we don't get to see everything. I feel like what we've seen throughout the show, I I don't (laughs) feel like that Haruka and Kenny have enough of a connection for her to be this, this upset. Yeah, I really don't think... That she really cared for him that, that much. I think it's just kind of the whole situation is just getting to her. And I think that's primarily where her emotions are coming from. Yeah, honestly, I think it's just like her Mercury and Pisces. Like Mercury is how you communicate and you talk and you think and process information and how you learn. And basically her Mercury, Haruka's Mercury is in Pisces, which means that her intellect is very emotionally driven and dreamy and a little bit in the clouds and their imagination and intuition keep them open to other people's ideas. And like they're a good listener, but they have a tendency for white lies and they tend to prefer face to face communication. So, and it also says they're curious about and inclined to analyze how they communicate, whether they really understand something and all the things they don't know. So, like, they just like learning and like discussing things, but they're also very emotionally driven, which I think is very like obvious. Like, when I, I was like, I don't see any cancer in her chart. And then I saw Pisces and I was like, oh, Mercury. Oh, okay. That makes sense. She's, a, she's an emotional communicator. It's fine. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think like, the thing is, like, sure, like, maybe to the layperson, like, I wouldn't, may not cry from knowing someone as, re- like, from just knowing someone, like, like, for the amount of time that we've seen Kenny and Haruka know each other. Like, I don't really feel, like, I mean, sure, they don't film every day, but it's not, like, I don't really think that they probably have, like, this insane connection that we're yeah. not seeing. Like, it would yeah. probably bleed into the show if we saw it if it was happening agreed so like eh. but then like you know maybe she's just and the thing is like maybe she's just an emotional person and it's okay like some people are are highly sensitive people i'm a highly sensitive person i'm not that like sensitive in the same way that she that haruka is but like it's not bad for her to be emotional it's not negative like some there's gonna be a guy out there that is going to love how emotional she is because they're gonna like that she communicates and that she can express her feelings and she can say what she wants instead of like not communicate what she wants each everyone has their lobster totally this is the end of the moral of the story yeah i just i hope she finds happiness it's really sad and kenny and risa go better work out 
if they're gonna hurt this many people i hope they work out because like (laughs) that's always like what i feel like when like people make bold choices to follow their feelings like i i really hope it works out for them because i'm just like it would suck if they had made this choice and it was really hard i'm sure and it didn't work out the way they wanted it to because like that would really suck that ended on a very sad note like it's depressive <laughs> anyway but it was cute because it ended with like it was sad but it was like also closure closure guys closure we are moving on this is episode nine and we've already had oh that makes sense nine episode arc yeah like it's been like a quick little three-act play yeah of haruka's feelings for kenny <laughs> three episodes per act <laughs> basically yeah it really does feel like a three-act play that's where we are for episode nine and we are glad to have finished and gone through all that drama there was a huge girl fight and then they kind of moved on and decided to kind of take it day by day going forward to get to know each other better one love died and another started blooming maybe possibly and uh cory living our best glow up work life just work 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 proud of her so proud so we are done this week and we can as as usual we love to talk about terrace house all day every day in our free time as well so if you want to talk to us on social media about terrace house or other things that we might be interested in you can do that so they can do that caitlin why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you on social media Hey, you can find me on twitter instagram and youtube at big screen books and um, I have a website, CaitlinFoster.com, which will be up very, very soon. Still under maintenance, but quarantine life has been good for the productivity. Yeah, I feel that way. I feel that way, but also, like, I'm also going through a breakup. So <laughs> I'm productive and then, like, not productive. <laughs> but you're like, I also need to get through life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> like, you're also, like, working your butt off. <laughs> um, working at Trader Joe's, feeding the nation. You can find me at tediously underscore brief and there you can like get links to all my other pages where i do all my photography and and, like the things because i have so many pages it's insane did i yeah twitter instagram and tiktok i just started tiktok i haven't like i haven't made my first video yet but i am very addicted to niche tiktok humor now it's my favorite thing in the world and i have some things like you hate when you first download it and then it becomes super addicting yeah no i found the right people to follow and i'm like officially obsessed with like (laughs) the random humor mostly like my asian peeps are like killing it and i really love that it makes me really happy to support like creators like really fun like really funny stuff and there's actually like cinematics okay i'm gonna keep going so let's stop (laughs) different episode patreon episode we can talk about tiktok we'll talk about our favorite tiktoks patreon speaking of patreon oh before i even get there you can follow my bookstagram at traveling book nerds wow this is a chaotic sign off all one word traveling book nerds and there i talk about books comics film tv lifestyle travel blah 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 fun things that relate to this stuff and then the website will be coming up soon treviamento.com 
And right now, like we have these podcast episodes up on it, but Jack is hard at work at that. And yes, our Patreon is coming very, very soon. We're almost done with it. It'll probably be live around this episode coming out. I don't know. We'll see. But we're really excited about those shows because we really love our Patreon content. So if you guys have like, you know, a dollar to spare or two, throw it our way. We've got some really fun rewards and tiers and stuff for you. And then you guys will have some input as to like what we do going forward sometimes maybe i don't know will we be like at your beck and call maybe who knows we'll have questions you can ask us if you want to submit them we always welcome them all that's us that's all for today and thank you so much for listening to us and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your your wonderful week wash your hands social distance stay away from strange Hi everyone, this is Jack again, just popping in to let you know where you can find us and listen to us on the interwebs. So like every podcast in the world, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, but you can also find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, and so many others. Whatever your favorite provider is, you will be able to find Terrorist Out Podcast. If there is somewhere that we are not, please be sure to email us and let us know so we can submit and get us on there because we want to cover all of the spots. And you can find us at terroristout at gmail.com. And while you are going down the list of all of these wonderful distribution platforms for Terrorist Out, be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts slash iTunes to rate, review, subscribe, let us know what you think of the show thus far. We absolutely would appreciate it. And thank you so much for taking the time. And be sure to DM us your comments, questions, and opinions over on the Twitter and Instagram at Terrorist Out. Terrorist Out.